Good evening to you all and thank you for joining us once again for the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. It's always great to go away on a family holiday, isn't it? But uh, there's always a sense of being glad to get back home again. My thanks to all who wished us a good time as we ventured to my homeland and in every sense the land of my father's as we spent a couple of weeks or so in Wales. So how else can I start the meeting tonight than with one of those great Welsh tunes and set to words we never tire of singing? It's number 27 in the songbook. We didn't quite make it into the Ron the Valley on our trip, but we were close by and we certainly enjoyed the beauty of many of the mountains and valleys that that country is famous for. But this tune is, of course, named after that part of South Wales, cum being the Welsh word for valley. Well, there are no restrictions here on Fortress Radio, so you don't have to wear your face masks and you've no frustration from not being allowed to join in the singing. You can sing to your heart's content tonight as we share in fellowship and worship together. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. <laughs> pray together now. Let's turn to song number 887 in our books. This is a lovely old song by Francis Blackmer. He was an American choir master and piano seller in Boston who wrote over 300 songs. This one now only largely remembered for its chorus. Oh the peace my saviour gives. Peace I never knew before. And my way has brighter grown since I learned to trust him more. As we listen to this lovely song played for us by the Wellington Citadel Band, let's ponder the words of those verses if we have them before us. And if not, then let's just join in the chorus before we pray.
Lord, we come to you this evening with hearts full of wonder and gladness. And we thank you for that peace which every one of us can receive from you. There are many times, Lord, when we wander far from you. Times when the devil starts to take a hold and drag us away from that peace, that joy and fulfilment that we find in following you. At times like that, Lord, make us strong. In the words of another chorus, Lord, we sing that you know that we love you. But help that love to be true. Fill our lives with your Spirit's power. Make us strong, Lord of love. And help us always to remember that we do belong to you. And that whatever our own failings... Help us to know that you will always be completely faithful to us. We thank you tonight for the beauty of your creation. Mountains and lakes, rivers and seas, the abundant glory of nature and all the good things that you have given to us. And we thank you for our families, our loved ones, and we pray your blessings on them all tonight as we worship together. Hear and answer our prayers, Lord, for all the power and glory is yours, today and forever. Amen. Wales is very much a country of contrasts. I've already mentioned the many, many mountain tops and valleys that fill the beautiful countryside, but there are far too many others to mention them all. Every road sign, for example, is written both in English and Welsh, and I can't help learning more Welsh words as I drive along the roads. Some of those roads are nice and wide, but others are very narrow and winding. There's another contrast. The Salvation Army near to where we were staying in Aberystwyth is, I'm told, the only Salvation Army building that has the name of the army in both languages outside. The Salvation Army, in English, and Bivin ur Yachaudriaith in Welsh. And the officer there, my friend Derek Durrant, holds meetings in Welsh as well as English at the core, having learned the language specially. Well, like the Welsh landscape, our lives can also have many ups and downs, and all we have to do to help us get through is to trust the Lord. So let's sing together now song number 892, Simply Trusting Day by Day. We're going to sing along with the London singers for the first two verses. I've always been a little bit disappointed that Ray Stedman Allen's arrangement here omits verse 3. So what we'll do is we'll get to the end and then we'll sing along with Birmingham Citadel Band for verse 3. Simply Trusting Day by Day.
Bible reading this evening is taken from Mark chapter 4 and it's verses 35 to 41. Jesus calms the storm. That day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet! Be still! Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Well, another Welsh contrast becomes very evident when you're near to the sea or on the coast, and it can be found on the beaches. Some of them are rocky, Others have a beautiful soft sand, while Aberystwyth itself has a beach that's made up of what, well, I can only really describe it as a very rough gravel. Like my dad always did, I love swimming in the sea, and so does my little three-year-old daughter, Emily. And in our fortnight, we tried to swim at as many beaches as we could. But Aberystwyth was rather hard on my poor feet. I had to buy some special shoes in the end. But the biggest contrast of all, as you'd find in most of the United Kingdom, of course, is the weather. We enjoyed everything from beautiful, warm sunshine to some rather chilly cold. And we were even battered very heavily by Storm Helen and some of the strongest winds and heaviest rain I've ever seen. All within that two weeks. We read in the Bible earlier that Jesus also experienced these changes in the weather. And as we continue our series on the miracles of Jesus, that's what we're going to be looking at this evening. And to help us with that topic, how better can we do than by listening to the Sunbury Junior Singers singing that well-known song, A Little Ship Was on the Sea.
We're going to share now in a very special time of prayer. Sometimes it feels a bit unusual to have prayer in the middle of the meeting. We normally have a prayer at the beginning and a benediction at the end, but I think sometimes that we ought to spend more time just talking to God, bringing to him our problems, bringing to him people that we want him to bless. And so that's what we're going to do right now. It seems to Sarah and myself that our list of people that we have to pray for has never been as large as it is at the moment. So many people that we know are in need of prayer. And I think one of the great things about the way the church has evolved in the six months now since all the lockdowns began is that people are more happy to share their prayer requests. They're more willing to come forward and ask to be prayed for personally. And this is a wonderful thing. This evening, listening to this service, there will be many of us who will be joining in prayer. And that's a powerful load of prayers I don't need to tell you. God hears every voice. I love that line in the Gowans and Larson musical Hosea when the young man admits, I simply stammered out my prayer and God was there. How wonderful is that? Well, tonight, if there's someone on your mind as we pray, please don't hesitate to speak their name out loud right where you are. Many have asked to be prayed for by name, or they've asked for people that they know to be prayed for, and this will be done. There are times when all of us don't know which way to turn. Another lovely song contributed to by the same writer who penned Simply Trusting, the song we used earlier, is the song When We Cannot See Our Way. Earlier in the lockdown, a group of former Cobham Hall Territorial Music School students got together under the direction of former staff songster Katie Harding and recorded Stephen Buller's setting of that song. Katie painstakingly put together all the individual recordings and videos and produced a lovely recording. And we're going to hear it now to introduce this time of prayer. So please pray as we listen, when we cannot see our way.
adjusting, trying to keep calm in the storms of life. Thank God we have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while life's billows roll. There are many, probably many more than any other year we can remember, who need the knowledge of that certainty, that steadfastness right now. I have so many friends who need our prayers now, as I'm sure you do too. And so we pray for our friends, our family, our acquaintances who are in need of God's love, comfort, support, his healing power at this time. And we want to bring to you just a few that I know or have been asked to pray for by name. And so, Lord, we bring to you Brian, Harold, Tabitha, Stafe, Jean, Anastasia, Florence, Julie, Pamela, Holly, Keith, Harry, Emily, Sue, John, B, Ashley, Matthew, Marilyn, Beryl, Paul, Joan, Roy, Loxley and Willow, Charlotte, Brenda, Kendi, Michael, Ruth, Sue, Kevin and Valerie, also Judith, Monica and another Michael, and Abby, and so many more who've been added to our list during the course of this week. Lord, I also want us to pray for all the Army Corps who are just starting the process of reopening for worship over the next few weeks. My own corps will be trying this, as are many others, including Pentra, who've asked to be mentioned tonight. Lord, we also pray for all those who've recently returned to school, for students and teachers and the support staff, cleaners, dinner ladies and office workers, for nurseries and colleges that are reopening all the time, and for all that this involves. So much and so many will need your presence over the coming days. And sadly, so sadly, many thousands of them will not even know that their loving Heavenly Father is even there to care for them, share with them, and to help and guide them from day to day. May each of us be willing to share the good news of your love with them, and with all who we meet. As we conclude this special time of prayer, we're going to listen to the Amsterdam Staff Band playing We Are Not Alone. And we truly never are, if we have God with us. The soloist on this recording is my good friend Stafe. Indeed, he's one of those who we are praying for especially tonight. Let our prayers rise to the very heart of God this evening as we ask him, believing for answered prayer, to meet the needs of all his children tonight.
The songsters this evening are going to bring us a great modern song of testimony. God is indeed good to us every day, from the moment we wake up in the morning to the moment we fall asleep again at night, and he even watches us while we sleep. What a comfort to know that in a world so full of changes, contrasts and turmoils. The International Staff Songsters are going to bring to us Len Ballantyne's lovely Moment by Moment. Let's all sing together again now. And it's that song I quoted from earlier in the meeting, number 450. Will your anchor hold in the storms of life? It'll give us all a chance to shake ourselves up a bit and have a good sing and a clap before the message. I have to tell you about one of our very keen listeners called Janine, who used to worship in the army some years ago and has rejoined our fellowship largely through these meetings, I'm delighted to say. 
She tells me often that she remembers all the tambourine moves and joins in, not with a real tambourine at the moment, but on a dinner mat from the dining table, much to the delight of her watching family. Well, you rattle that mat tonight, Janine, and I hope you find your proper tambourine before too long. Let's enjoy a great sing together. It's already 23 years, nearly a quarter of a century, since the release of the multi-Oscar winning blockbuster movie Titanic. I think it was one of only two films that I ever saw at the cinema three times. I saw it once and then took both my parents and my in-laws to see it as well. It was so successful. Largely, of course, because of the story of Rose and poor Jack that was written into the true events of that terrible disaster. Itself now 108 years ago. We watched Jack and Rose fall in love. We saw them struggle with the class difference, jealousy and finally the tragedy that was unfolding around them as they fought right to the end before Jack, so sadly went under and disappeared below the icy cold sea. Well, that's just one example, thankfully a fictional one, about someone going under. But how sad it always is in our lives when someone we know goes under. That may be going under as in the end of a life, of course, but it could also be in other ways. I have personally suffered with depression for many years. At times it has been so, so hard to face the next day. And I have to wonder if I hadn't had that anchor holding so firm on my soul, if I might have gone under. Depression is a real killer. Of that there's no doubt. 
How awful that I read this week that in 2018, over 6,500 people in the United Kingdom ended their own lives. That's 18 people a day. And it's actually the highest cause of death in all men under the age of 45. Isn't that horrific? Life has been much better for me in the last six years or so. And excepting just two periods of time when the chemical imbalance took me partially back to that dark illness, I've been quite well. But it's never something any of us want to do or intend to do. I've heard some people say that we as Christians should be exempt, we shouldn't get depressed. But that's not true at all. It's a serious, life-changing illness like any other. And no one would ever accuse someone of deliberately giving themselves a heart attack or deliberately getting cancer. You can contribute to developing these yourself, but you can't get over it by yourself, no matter how much you might try to pull yourself together or cheer up. But one thing on our side is that as Christians, we do have the knowledge that God is always there. That our eternal soul is fastened to that rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Saviour's love. Hallelujah for that. We also have each other, of course. And it's a comfort to many who suffer not just depression, but all kinds of illness that we have other Christian friends around and about us, praying for us, surrounding us with love and support. Oh, how some of us have been grateful for that support in the past. Well, this evening we've been looking at the story of Jesus calming the storm on the Sea of Galilee, as told by Mark. As the little boat rocked on the mighty waves, Jesus himself was calm. In fact, he was so calm he was asleep. But the disciples were panicking. They were scared. They were in fear for their lives. And they woke Jesus up to beg him for help. He could have just said to them, Oh, calm down. Nothing's going to happen to any of us that isn't in God's plan. But he didn't. That would have been an entirely different lesson for them to learn, of course. But instead, he stood and told the storm to cease. Another miracle. And as we all know so well, the storm died down and all was calm. Peace be still, we used to sing. I did consider playing a very, very old piece of Salvation Army music this evening. A picture painted in music by Richard Slater called Stilling the Storm. But I was led to a different choice in the end. But I did listen to that piece through. And you can hear it for yourself if you go to the Regal Zonophone website. And I heard how the writer depicted the storm, how he depicted the disciples' anxiety, and the master's rebuke of the storm, followed by that peace. It's always that peace that we need, isn't it? Whatever life throws at us. And many do find it an elusive quest particularly those who've never had the opportunity to meet Jesus and to find that anchor for the soul that's so important to most of us in times of trial. Many times in life we wonder why things happen, why we have to go through something, why things just aren't fair. As I was writing this meeting on Tuesday, a friend posted a simple verse of scripture on her page and came just at the right time. It was from Judges chapter 7. Believe God's plan when it makes no sense. Believe what he says. Believe what he has written. How apt. How right that verse was for the things that I was writing about. Again, there's never such a thing as a coincidence, only a God incidence. And that verse brought to mind another beautiful song that I've sung and played in the songsters over the last decade or so, called Bow the Knee.
second verse contains the words, There are days when clouds surround us and the rain begins to fall. The cold and lonely winds won't cease to blow. And there seems to be no reason for the suffering we feel. We're tempted to believe God doesn't know. When the storms arise, don't forget we live by faith and not by sight. Bow the knee. Trust the heart of your father when the answer goes beyond what you can see. Bow the knee. 
Lift your eyes toward heaven and believe the one who holds eternity. And when you don't understand the purpose of his plan, in the presence of the king, bow the knee. Is that you tonight? You can't understand the purpose of his plan? Maybe you can't even see or bring yourself to acknowledge any plan. Do you find there are times when you even begin to doubt whether he's there at all? I've been there. I know it can happen, even to some of us with the strongest faith. Even if we've been Christians for 20, 40, 60 years. Oh, it wasn't only Thomas who doubted. He didn't have the monopoly on doubt. Well, if so, what great advice we receive in those words. Bow the knee. Turn to the Lord and ask him to help. It's a new song, but an old message. We sang for many, many years another one. Ask the Saviour to help you. Comfort, strengthen and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. It's exactly the same message. My son used to wear a message on a band around his wrist with the letters F-R-O-G. Do you remember seeing them on the young people a while ago now? It stood, I was told, for fully rely on God. And it was worn as a reminder that God can and will help us in those times of need when we don't understand the purpose of his plan. When we feel we're going under, he is there. He is always there. He was there for me in my times of need, and he's there for you in yours. All of those that we prayed for this evening, he is there, right next to you. And if you know that and acknowledge it, you will feel his arms of love wrapped tightly right round you, right now. And he will not let you go under. We are not alone. When I think I'm going under, part the waters, Lord. When I feel the waves around me, calm the sea. When I cry for help, oh, hear me, Lord, and hold out your hand. Touch my life, still the raging storm in me. Touch my 
At the end of our meeting this evening, I want us all to acknowledge that we do know that all the words we've heard this evening are true. That we all have a sure and certain hope and a trust in a God of love who cares for each and every one of us. We're going to close our meeting this evening by singing what might seem an unusual choice of song. It's a song that we usually associate with little children, and yet it's a song with a truth so simple and profound that I know it can reach out to us all tonight in a very special way. It's number 807 in the songbook, and it's a song that we've been singing right the way through our lives. It's the song that Sarah sings to our girls at bedtime every evening, and it was one of the first songs that Emily learned to sing. Yes, Jesus loves me. What reassurance in those simple words. Jesus loves me. After our benediction tonight, we're going to hear a lovely instrumental setting of the traditional tune, taken from an American Salvation Army recording. But first, we're all going to sing together using that gorgeous melody by Ray Bowes as we sing together... Yes, Jesus loves me.
And Lord, this evening we thank you that you do truly love each and every one of us. Help us to love you too, and to trust you when life seems uncertain, and when hard roads lie ahead of us. Help us to keep that trust when we don't understand the purpose of your plans for our lives. And help us to help others to know you, love you, and trust you for themselves. Bless us all and keep us in your holy presence until we can meet like this again. Amen. Thank you.